I had mad topics for today. Mad topics, like like 14 of them. None came about when I started putting the show together. Let it play. I'm gonna get flagged anyway, so. Sorry, I can't play the music. They don't flag it regardless. And we're actually live stream on YouTube. We'll be pulled down. You can only watch it now on Spotify. I believe on Facebook, but you cannot watch the replay on YouTube. And we start doing a Sunday brunch. On Facebook, my life with writing in same on Saturdays. That's going Ooh. once a month. Who knew? That's a double up. That's Nipsey. It's Kasabian. Kasabian live a one. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo Show live from Las Vegas. I'll be your host with talent on loan from God. Can, I could still hit the from God. Is that the wrong one? Is it the from God? Dom DeMarco. <laughs> Alright, I have nothing. That's it. That's the show. But yeah, that song was Nipsey Hustle. That's double up. That's all victory lap. I can't throw up they sign. That's they'll flag me or something. That's not my my set. So my light broke. I have no topics. I was called a racist. I went to my heart doctor today and I'm here talking to y'all. So let's get into it because we got some shits to talk about. It's Mental Health Monday and that's basically the basis of today's show with me dealing with this heart issue that I've been dealing with. It's very, um, it's very humbling to say the least. It's fucking me up. It really is. Uh, I had another episode and I talked to, I, we talked about it on Friday. It was bad. It was bad. The shit was like 200 uh, beats per minute. And everybody's like, no, oh, that's fine. No, it ain't. Motherfucker, my heart rate is low. Like, athletically low. Fuck out of here. Um, Yeah, I'm going to get into the racist thing. And I'm going to tell y'all why I'm a racist. And I'm trying to figure out why I'm a racist. Because I found it hilarious. But anyway, it's Monday. We always got to check on how everybody's doing. Times are getting tight. I mean, it's not getting better. And... I have some news on the job front that are it's good news and bad news, but I got news and I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably looking for work as well. And I mean, I would love to hear how your journey is going, but I'm going to tell you right now, lending is going to get so tight that if you don't have a regular steady nine to five, that seems like it's going to be viable for a few years. It's going to be hard as shit to borrow money. If you cannot leverage what you own, you are fucked. You're going to need at least six months of cash. I'm going to tell y'all right now, like the plan to try to survive this whole recession shit. You need to start saving now and consider skipping this Christmas. I'm not joking. It's going to be the best thing that you do for yourself and your family. You need to put aside six months worth of cash. It has to be put aside. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You need to get at least one $500 to $1,000 credit card. Put that aside. Your six month, I mean, when I say six months worth of money, I'm talking about six months worth of rent, six months worth of power, bills, utilities, and some food money. 
I mean, that could be 6,000, 10,000, whatever it is, your job from here until the end of the year is to make sure you have that reserve because next year it's going to get worse. Cars are going to start getting repoed. Car prices are going to start dropping. Predatory car lending is not going to go away anytime soon. So you will be seeing more chargers on the road for even cheaper. There's going to be mad scat packs everywhere. Be prepared for insurance rates to go up. Be prepared for medical bills to go up. You already know food is going up. My doctor told me to eat better because I can't work out. You know how shitty that is? We're going to talk about that. We That is definitely a topic to, to talk about. But six months worth of money. I want you to be prepared. If you can't get six months worth of money, at least have $3,000. It's a magical fucking number. I know it doesn't sound special or significant, but God damn it, you can move around with $3,000 for a decent amount of time. Promise. And have that credit card. If you can get more than a thousand, then do it. If you can accumulate three thousand cash and have a five thousand dollar credit line that you don't touch, you should be fine. Skip Christmas. Christmas comes every year at the same fucking time. It comes when we have the least amount of work, we make the least amount of money, and we literally spend more than what we make for a short i mean it's literally i don't i i love christmas because of the feeling i don't care for the gift giving because it's always been a waste it's such a wasteful fucking time of year it's the hardest time of year to make money even the music i learned that a long time ago once thanksgiving and shit hits you end up doing casino gigs and shit and you're performing in front of banquets or you're doing birthday parties and shit and then who the fuck wants to travel on christmas my birthday's in december it's the week before christmas it's the worst time and then you might catch a new year's gig but by the time you get a New Year's gig with a bag, it's too late. Christmas done passed and everybody's upset. We got to skip it this year to be prepared. Enjoy your family. Have fun. Watch movies. Enjoy the holidays and the festivities. But don't spend the money. Don't. Every business that I know that was hiring and offering bonuses has tightened up. I think the medical field is probably the only field that's still offering heavy bonuses. Um, hiring has gone to a damn near standstill. Within one month. Standstill. I'm overqualified for simple jobs, I guess. Uh, I don't understand what's really happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> phones are going to get cheap. You're going to see phones get cheap. They're going to rope a dope you with phones for sure. They're going to rope a dope you with a lot of toys. Now, be, uh, be cautious of technology. Technology might take a huge leap. So buying a lot of new shit now for cheap might be detrimental to your pocket later because you might end up being two, three years behind when technology catches up to everybody's pocket next year or the year, you know, past. Uh, but last year, the iPhone was a penny. They were trading your 13 for the 14 for a penny or whatever it was. Like, it was a, an amazing deal and you paid nothing. They, they're going to do that again. And that was because of chip shortages. Now come to find out there aren't any shortages. Uh, there's no car shortages either. They're just over fucking pricing. And now they're stuck with these overpriced piece of shit cars. I didn't know that when they got cars, the dealerships, they borrowed the money against it right away. That's amazing. I didn't even know that was the thing. Long, uh, bro, bunch of shit that went on. Um, so recession proof, at least in my eyes, have a car that's paid off. Don't rely on, excuse me, don't rely on the lease. Uh, should I summarize it? What else? Cut all the access things off. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be uh, shit. When HBO buys up all the streaming services, you might just need HBO. Netflix is fucking up. That's pretty much it. I mean, y'all adults. I'm just letting you know that when the bills double and rent goes up some more, <sighs> shit's about to get ugly. Rob seeing people get robbed in broad fucking daylight. Uh, but let's summarize. To be recession ready. Six months worth of money. 
three to six months worth of money. I'm talking rent, food, utilities. If you can't do that, a minimum of 3000 If you have a credit card, find one that you can put aside and not touch with a $500 credit line. If you can get a bigger credit line that you don't need to touch, use it for an emergency. Get it. Put it to the side. If you can have at least a credit card with two, $3,000 or $1,000, you don't need anything crazy. And $3,000 cash should be suffice just to carry yourself through the hard times and avoid Christmas this year. I think it's going to be a very, very rough time. And it might not be financially beneficial to go buy gifts. Just being honest. And that's my submissive. Susan said, I got to stop lying to y'all and tell y'all that I'm super rich and that I dive into the pool. How Joe was talking about Scrooge jumping into the money pool. But I do that twice a day. <laughs> Susan's full of shit. <laughs> I, uh, so I went to my heart doctor. I, uh, let's play some music. Let's lighten this shit up because I just wanted to make sure that I got that out there okay. and I'll clip it and it'll go crazy on the clipping okay. because that needs to be said. Put the money aside. I've heard a lot of gurus lately say that you shouldn't save money when you're young. There's like, there's a certain amount of money that's not worth putting aside. That's amazing, right? How some people will look at $20 and cherish it, and others will tell you, burn that shit up. Spend it on yourself. Make yourself better. Every dollar until you're wealthy should be spent on yourself to better yourself. If you're not bettering yourself, you're doing wrong. I promise you, if you don't invest in yourself, it's expensive to invest in yourself, but that shit is worth it. And that's one of my greatest quotes. Do not spend on other bullshit until you are at least on the path to getting where you want to be or there. So I guess we just dropping bars today. I was supposed to talk about the what up, Mike? I was supposed okay. to be talking about the uh, the truckers. Okay. I was going to talk about what's going on with the war. I was going to talk about our president. I was going to talk about all type of shit, but I couldn't. I went to the heart doctor today. I got my echogram done. I want to talk to you all about my echogram because it is Mental Health Mondays. And as long as we're financially literate and we have a baseline of what we should be looking for, we could worry about our feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, unfortunately, I'm still a firm believer in hold that shit down until you get shit done. And um, after my last episode with my heart, I've been fucking wrecked. I've been wrecked. I can't work out. You know what I'm saying? I've been upset that I can't work out. The doctor literally told me to just change my diet. Like, I eat like shit now. I love working out. Like, I love working out. It's, it's, it's a passion of mine. It's the one thing in my life that I realized that with hard work and dedication, you get the results, right? You just have to understand your genes and how your body works. But nonetheless, doing it shows. Bro, I used to climb the equivalent of the Empire State Building up and down every day for my cardio on the stairs and run two miles. I get on the treadmill now and I feel like I'm going to fucking die. It's the scariest shit ever. I do like five pull-ups and I get the pain. Uh, I start doing curls and shit. Start doing deadlifts. I start doing, you know, I'm, and you know, I'm an OD and I can't do it. The doc literally looked at me and said, yeah, just eat different. <laughs> he said, you living too good. I said, living too good. I'm looking for a job. I'm damn near homeless. What the fuck you mean? I'm living too good. My baby mama down my throat. Are you crazy as fuck? Living too good. I'm spending $800 a week on a fucking rental car. I'm not living good shit. I'm struggling like everybody else. In the, like 98% of America, goddammit, I'm struggling. And the doc said, my heart looked good. It looked strong. He put the little thing on me and shit. Pause. 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 <laughs> um, 
he uh he did the echogram young guy cool as shit complimented me in my Aaliyah shirt and I said that's right don't rock the boat rock the middle or no no my bad hey <laughs> 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 <right>, look <laughs> for everybody that saw my Aaliyah shirt today I said don't rock the middle rock the boat and I just kept on walking everybody's like oh I like that shirt don't rock the middle rock the boat watch out so the young guy goes oh man I love that shirt and I said don't rock the middle rock the boat and shorty behind the counter thought she was being cute she <laughs> But that bitch had me on my last fucking nerve. Let me tell you something. Cause that motherfucker was like, yeah, you should do it. Bitch, mind your business. Anyway, we get to the back, right? Young dude, I'm like, hey man, how long you been doing this shit for? He's like two years. He's like, that's what's up, man. I actually appreciate young people in medical fields. I think that is awesome. And I think that they're more well equipped today than they were 50 years ago. So I felt like I was in good hands. You know, he laid me down, he wired me up. You know, he said, put your hand like this and put your arm down and don't worry about shit, and I'm gonna take care of you. And then he greased up my titties with all that jelly shit and started boop, 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 checking my shit, right? When he turned on the sound and I heard my heart, I was like, oh my God, it sounds so bad. <laughs> and I was like, hey, doc, real fast, how's that sound to you? He's like, sorry. Right. His smug, he looked at me, he went, sorry. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's checking and like, I get worried because my pain starts right here and goes right here. And I go, holy shit, every time. But I've seen white people on TV when they have heart attacks, they go, oh, my God. Uh, 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 uh. I don't feel that. My shit's over here. Oh, here, not here. So when he was like checking me, going crazy on my shit, when he was on my left side, he got stuck there for a minute. He was like, hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of pictures. Hey, man. What's it looking like? No, looks good. Looks good. I am so fucking irritated at how smug these fucking doctors are. But it hit me. Why? I'm in the lobby. I'm looking around. What do you think I see? Fucking decrepit people everywhere. Like, it's so depressing to be around this shit. Everybody around looks like they're on their last leg, huffing and puffing. I'm 35 years old. I'm literally pissed off that I'm 10 pounds overweight <laughs> and my chest hurts when I fucking work out and smoke weed. Maybe I should have. T- oh, we're going to talk about that too in a minute. Hold on. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, I'm asking him all the questions. Yo, what does this test really do? Um, can you tell me if there's anything wrong after this? It was more like he looked at me almost like, bro, you shouldn't be here. And I'm looking at him like, dog, this shit is not to play with. Fix this pain, dog. I'm not playing with you. It scares the shit out of me. We dapped it up. You know what I mean? I wasn't even sure if I could shake my doctor's hand, but you're my heart doctor. So I feel- Let me tell you something. If you're my heart doctor, you win a relationship. You looked at my heart, bro. I love you now. Are you crazy? I love the fuck out of you. You're my best friend forever. You looked at my heart bumping. We, we, boom, 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 boom. We watched that shit together. You might as well have been like there for my birth. I don't give a fuck if he's younger than me. I owe that dude everything right now. You crazy? He just looked at my heart and studied it for me. Like, I'm in his hands. Me and him, we blood brothers. We should have spit in our hands and slapped fives and shit like in the movies. You know how white people shake hands like this? Because they don't shake hands like we do. They go like this. Err, brother. Shit like that. (laughs) Hey. So uh, I go to the front desk. Yeah, I'm very stressed. I'm very stressed. I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm still in the whole 
the donation box is right here, y'all. Don't be scared to donate to that cash app. Things ain't good, and I'm doing my best to get shit right. But yeah, I'm hurt, y'all. I'm kind of mad. I should have took a deal and just sold the fucking show. <laughs> we should have just sold out and said, fuck it. I could have done some fucking conspiracy theory shit and called it good. Um, You know what really fucked me about the heart thing? Like I said, it was like everybody else around me. Like they look so bad. And like the doctors are all like shocked and shit. Like they, they do these weird tests to test your strength. And they're like, you're strong as fuck. And I go, yeah, but that's not the point. Like, like your simple human fucking compliments aren't helping me when I have pain somewhere that I can't see. I can't even add an ointment. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't do shit when it hurts. I just have to like suffer from it and then hope for the best. It's a terrible feeling when you're that it's like a crippling feeling where you just feel so lost and it's scary, dude. I've been shot. That wasn't bad. I got stabbed. It burned a little bit. It made my teeth taste like pennies. Never forget that. That taste. I'm gonna stab twice. Three times. <laughs> I got a lot of shit. I, I lived in the ghetto. And that's uh that that leads us to the rest of today's episode about me being a racist. That's it, guys. They got me. I'm a racist. They figured me out. We'll get into why I'm a racist, according to the guy from fucking Duck Dynasty. Oh god. Yeah, I'm falling apart. Okay. Uh, I ain't gonna front. I do it on my lonely when you on top, 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 it get lonely. Yeah. I do it on my lonely when you on top, 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 it get lonely. Um, I hit shorty in the whip, she yelling thug life. That's the shit that I like. Hold on. Hold on. Because now I want to hear it. It's my fucking song. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. On me. Tell me if y'all can hear it. Can y'all hear the music? Can I do that? How about that? If I do that, does it cut it? Hey. I do it on my lonely. When you on top, 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 it get lonely. Hey. I do it on my. Oh God! Can y'all hear the music? Why? It's all eyes on me. It's on me. I got a plan. It's on me. I got my fans on me. I got my guns. It's on me. I got my cash on me. I got my GSP on. I'm feeling like Tupac. It's all eyes on me. I ain't shorty in the whip. She yelling. We ain't never giving up. Never satisfied. Never had enough. I came from nothing. What you thought? I stay speeding. Better buckle up. And when you talk about me, bitch, speak up. Cause I'm a shooter. I don't need a shooter. No. I ain't for your head. Yeah, that'll do you. Put your ass like a computer. Why you talking about me? My old friend started acting funny. So why? I do it on my lonely. When you on top, 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 it get lonely. Yeah, I do it on my lonely. I don't like that. When you on top, 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 it get lonely. It's on me. I got a plan. It's on me. I got a fan. It's on me. My bad.
I got an album coming out next week. It was supposed to be this week, but I knew I was going to do this, so it'll be out next week. Uh, you can find that streaming everywhere. Saving Lava on me. I just wanted to listen to that. Um, so I get, I'm getting, I'm gonna get canceled because some white guy said I was racist, and I knew it was coming, and I knew it was gonna be from white guy. So let's talk about it. Uh, last week I briefly spoke about the young man that was shot during the police pursuit. Now I am a firm believer of won't be no shit if you don't start no shit. Trust me. It won't be, I promise you. Now, if the police pull you, this is real simple. Where I'm from, and this is how I know the person that said what he said about my post is racist. Because where I'm from, we get sat down as young boys and girls and get taught that the police are not to fucking play with. The li- Yo, your name, barely. Depending on the situation, you probably won't even give your name. My grandfather always said, come your ass home. Don't play with them fucking pigs. Okay. I have no problem with the police. I have a really good friend that's a police officer and I love him to death and and I have no issue. My problem's always been with bad police, corrupt police, the ones that abused me when I lived in bad neighborhoods, the ones that harassed me. Let's give y'all a story. This is the story that I need to, I need to continue to fucking bring up because I find it amazing. Me and my lovely wife and my three-month-old baby are driving in a half-million-dollar, okay? Because I... You got to tell them sometimes. Big body, double R. Big old fucking ghost. Nasty. And I apologize. I don't say this shit to be an asshole. I say this shit to tell you that I worked very hard for where I was. My furniture stores were doing amazing. We just had our baby. We just moved into a new house and we just bought our new beautiful car. It's a rainy day in Las Vegas. We just left couponing. Yes, no matter how much money I have, my wife loves to coupon. We just left Walgreens couponing. The Walgreens that we happen to leave has a a T exit. So we, you know, when you're leaving, you would slow down, take a left to leave and you get into the street and oncoming traffic would stop and allow you to go and then they go straight this particular day this asshole cop comes speeding through but because it's raining i had to slam my brakes we have a little slidey action we stop no harm no foul but he had an attitude as we all thought he would now my license plate said lavo 2 or lavo 3 like my name is on my shit all over like i have no shame in my game i put my fucking name on everything okay I had on a hoodie that had my name on it. My fucking hat or my beanie at the time had my name on it. My wife had one of my hoodies with my name on it. My baby was wearing a fucking Sabian Lava onesie, I'm sure. Okay? Just letting you know how branded I was at the moment. This is no secret who the fuck I was. And it's very obvious when you see this fucking face. Especially because I was handing out t-shirts with my face all over the place. Or driving down the street. And I'm sorry if I'm being long-winded. I just need to make sure that we understand the whole situation here, right? Because I always feel like when these fucking types of events happen, you don't get all the information. You only get the negative. I'm going to give you the whole gist of this shit. Now, I'm not sugarcoating it. We drove one light. I was in the far right lane. He took the middle lane and went slow on purpose to catch up to me. If you don't know me, let me introduce myself. I do the fucking speed limit and five over. I don't give a fuck if the police, firefighters, ambulance. If your lights ain't on, I do the speed limit. You can get the fuck out my way. I will click, 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 click this way. Click, 
click, click, click back over in front of you. I don't give a shit. I do the speed limit and you ain't stopping me. I'm a great fucking driver and I don't got time to play with you. So we're driving. We're listening to music. What the fuck? Like Nipsey just passed. Like we having a great fucking time. I'm wearing my hoodie because it's raining. I told y'all it's raining. We had an incident with you a second ago. And now you following me. Now you following me on the side. I got my windows down now because now I want to show you who's in this bitch. Now me and my bitch going to flex. All type of chains on and shit. Ignorant. Ignorant motherfuckers, right? It, it hurts people's feelings to see young people in such expensive cars doing so well. I mean, it was like 1130 in the afternoon on a Tuesday, bro. We was about to go get some sushi, have some drinks, maybe some mimosas and shit. Real beautiful day. Get our fucking nails done. Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Some, some lavish shit that we would do on a Tuesday. We get another light down and I noticed that this motherfucker is still following me. And now he rolls his window down. This gets good. He drops behind me, but he doesn't get behind us. He just slows down and just reads the plate. And he gets up on me and goes, pull over. Don't turn his lights on. Don't beep, 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 beep. None of that. Pull over, he says. I look at my wife and I go, I right, bet. So we pull over into a bank. I pulled into the bank because I figured... What's better than a bank? There's cameras everywhere, people everywhere. Let's make a scene at the bank. Let's see why the police officer's pulling over this big black on black body motherfucker, right? So I got my window down, but the backs weren't. It's raining. I don't want to drop the backs because the baby's there, but my windows are murdered out with good reason. I don't want nobody to see who's in my fucking car. Police officer walks up with a fucking attitude, by the way. He was screaming, pull the fuck over. I said, bro, all you had to do was turn your lights on. I ain't never scared to stop for these motherfuckers, bro. I keep it a buck. But I know the rules. We get pulled over. He tells me as he jumps out of his car, shaking with his gun in his hand. 1130 in the afternoon. Gun in his hand. He's shaking. Hey, man, lower the fucking window down. I don't know if somebody's in the backseat with a gun trying to shoot me. Excuse me? What the fuck are you talking about, sir? Open the fucking window. Hold on, bitch. I slowly roll the window down. I show him my baby. I say, bro, I'm going to roll my window up. My baby's sleeping. I ain't playing with you. I roll the window up. In my hand, I have my, my blue card, my CCW, and I have my gun card on me. I just, I keep, you don't even have to keep your, uh, your card on you when you drive here. You don't have to, but I do. Just to show them that there's a weapon in the vehicle because they usually don't ask. And this hothead, he wasn't going to ask. In my hand, was both my blue card and my license. I had it like this on the wheel. You know what he says to me when he comes up to the car? Whose car is this? As he has his gun in my face while I'm holding my ID with my three month old and my wife. This shit don't scare me, bitch. Pull that motherfucker and shoot me because holding the gun in my face, I've had worse. There's some dudes on the east side that'll really make you shiver when they pull a gun out. This wasn't that time. First thing I said was, why are you so nervous? I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. I've seen it all. Da, 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 da. Hey, I didn't ask none of that. Here's my license, my registration, and my card. On the plate is my name, on my shirt, on my fucking ID, on my wife's shirt, her hat, my hat, this card. This is mine. What's up? You got five warrants, and she has four warrants. <laughs> Beg your pardon? You just got that from running my license plate? Yeah. Give me your IDs. I'm going to make sure. All right, bet. He goes. 
Act, you know, after drive, act like a little bitch. By the way, like I kept this a bug. Act like a bitch the whole time. He comes back. I'm gonna let y'all go. Make sure y'all take care of those warrants. Have you ever seen a police officer pull over anybody with any amount of warrants and tell them to scat? I had five warrants that day. He said my wife had four. Oh, I had seven, seven. I ain't had a warrant in this city in probably twelve years. I didn't have my license for eight years in the state of Nevada. That shit was taken from me and held. So I don't want to hear it. When I got my shit back, I was on the straight and narrow. If I would have ducked off on that cop or mouthed off at that cop, I could have been shot and killed right there in front of my wife and kid. I felt disrespected. I felt like my manhood had been tested. In true honesty, I wanted to step out and say, can we fight? Because I need my manhood back. Don't nobody try me in front of my family. I'm the provider of this family and I will and I'll protect this family at all costs. I lay my life on the line. I didn't do that. I kept my mouth shut and I went home. I enjoyed my half million dollar vehicle, my beautiful family and my life. I can't let this fucking cracker get off. If I would have snapped off at this fucking cop, he would have killed me in front of my family and left my kids without a father, my wife without a husband, my family missing me and a lot of people hurting. And he would have been off on paid fucking leave. The system ain't right. The system's white. Don't play by this bitch. I've walked to eat, bro. I'm from the east side of Las Vegas. I banged that shit. I moved out here from New York very young. I love the east side. Pulled over on 21st Street. What's your name? Ain't it Jose? I seen you over here. Jose? My name's Sabian. What the fuck? Oh, whatever. Hey, whose car is that? Oh, sir, this is my car. I'm just making sure my door's locked. Oh, yeah, that's what you're doing? Beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop. Beat the shit out of me in front of my grandmother. Multiple times. My grandmother couldn't do What's she going to do? Step in and get hurt? And then really get us killed? And we fight back. Hey, see, y'all don't know about Vegas. Hey, Mike, you still here? But you remember when the, when the Gersons took down the uh, Metro helicopter? I'm just going to leave it at that. My city's lit. We fought back. We had some abusive-ass police officers, bro. I didn't grow up in no... And I'm from New York. Shit was lit. I got shot out there. <laughs> Fucking Vegas was, was sweet. I love Vegas. I love it. But the police here treated me like shit as a youngin'. I had five vehicles before I could even drive, and I would have to check them every night because crackheads would try to sleep in my cars. And this fucking pit, bro, this asshole would come up and f- harass me every night about it. One night, I got lippy with him and got my ass whooped by him. And my grandfather tell me, hey, bro, one night... I'm a, <laughs> let's keep talking about the fucking police. Let me tell you about this snitch ass motherfucker named Ralph. So my wife's cousin, Sasha, had this punk ass husband named Ralph. Right. And, and Ralph already know, bro, if you hear this, you know what time. Stop playing by me. This is a true story. And you know, it's true. You forgot who I was, but we'll remind you who the fuck I am. This pussy boy got pulled over in his truck for having tinted windows. Right. The police called his ass at a checkpoint. Tell me why this hoe going to pull up on my car. He got pulled over, right? So he parked behind my shit. And he going to tell him, but look at his tent. Bitch. That's snitching, y'all. That is the definition of snitching. Don't ever let no fat bitch motherfucker named Ralph snitch on you. You got it? That police officer said, we ain't pulling him over. We pulling you over. Shut the fuck up. I said, see, that's good goddamn police work. Okay? I called the police. Are you crazy? You think I ain't called the police? I'll tell you another police story. We just going to get it all out there. I was told that I'm racist because I said that little boy should have stopped, gave his information up, took his ticket, and went the fuck home. I ain't say shit about his color, his race, nationality, nothing. I said, boy, you should have took your ass the fuck home because you fucking know better. 
And my grandfather told me real clearly, don't give them any opportunities to fuck with you. And that's with anybody. That shit don't change. And I know you're the racist. That's the problem because you weren't raised like me. I was taught these fucking rules. I was taught that when you leave that door, you might not come back and we can't help you. Do you know what that feeling's like when your family tells you if you get locked up, it's a wrap. We can't get you out. We don't got money for that. You go to jail, you're fucked. And when the people have you in the system, you're fucked. I grew up, when I left the house, I might not make it back. I love you. You give me bendition. They give me my blessing. And when you hit that street, you know what's up. That's how I grew up. I watched TV begging to be like the families on TV. I hated growing up in the hood, bro. That shit was the worst shit ever. Fighting all... You see my fucking nose? I was handsome as fuck when I was a little kid. They fucked me up. This is terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, for you to say that I'm racist because I know how to deal with the police is amazing. And like, it came from a white person, which I know it would. It has to come from a white person because our people would understand we don't play with the police. You can't run with... When you run on the police, you know what's happening. When you hit that dash, depending on where you are, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. You know they're not going to play by that. Bro, the police are not playing by you taking off on them. Good fucking luck. It has nothing to do with you being black, white, Spanish. And Well, here's the catch. Spanish and, and black kids, no better. We might take off out of fear, but we know better. My point was, we can't sit here and woes me, woes me when we know better. When I say I call the police, let me tell you the instances I've called the police. I wanted to fight my neighbor. He was fucking with my son. I wanted to catch these. I was like, bro, let's fight. He wouldn't fight me. So I didn't want to get trespassed from his property because I ran up on his ass in his garage and told him I was going to beat the ball. Okay, let me stop talking. Let me stop talking. I wanted to have a fist of cuffs with my neighbor. So I called the police. Hello, 311. Can you send a police officer out here? I would like to fight my neighbor. Thank you. My son goes, Dad, can you do that? I say, I don't know, but we're going to find the fuck out. The neighbor has been fucking with my son. He said, your daddy's a bitch. Woo, woo, woo. So when I ran him down and tried to catch these hands, I, I wanted to fight, bro. I'm like, come on, man, let's fight. We just got to fight because you keep talking about me and you say that slick shit with my son walks past your house. And I'm going to come over here and make this house real uncomfortable for you. By the way, he's moved. I called the police and said, police, man, I want to fight this dude, bro. Uh, can you tell his ass come outside? Stop being a little bitch. And the cop was like, what do you mean? I was like, I want to fight him legally. So tell his bitch ass to come outside and fight me. And I don't want to go to jail for it because I don't want to assault him. I want to have mutual combat and I want him to shut the fuck up. And if he wins, then we good. But I hold a grudge. So we're going to fade, fade off every time. And if my homie's around, we jumping you. I don't give a shit. I'm putting you on your ass and we're going to be straight, but you ain't going to be talking to my son no type of way. The cop looked at me and said, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? I cannot let you do that. I said, why not? We grown ass men. Just go knock on the door and tell them to come outside. So the cop goes and knocks on the door. Doom, 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 doom. Hey, yo, come outside, sir. They answer, they ring. Oh, we are the soccer game. So I'm yelling, time to soccer game over, bitch. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> As my son, bro. Ask my son. I'm screaming. The cops like, stop doing that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. When he come home, I'm fighting him, bro. So you can stay here and sanction this fight or whatever it is. But I'm going to bust his ass. It didn't happen. He avoided me for a long time. A long time. And then he moved. But he fucked with my son to the point where I had to call the police and let the police know, hey, there's an incident going on to protect myself. I'm going to leave a paper trail. Look, 
I'm letting y'all know he keeps fucking with me. And if he fuck with me one more time, I'm going to end everything for him, bro. Because that's how we deal with it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm cutting his power. You know what I'm saying? We're not the same, sir. To say that I'm racist is hilarious. I laugh because my son is mixed. He's black. I look at my son. I love him to death. I got the white gene. I don't know why. My brother is dark as shit like my dad. And I came out white like my mama. And if I wasn't Puerto Rican in any other instance, I'm a mixed kid. But because both my parents are Puerto Rican, I'm just a hewato from the fucking Bronx. I know. I love it, too. It's great. It's a superpower because all you white people love to talk negative. Like, y'all come to me and y'all think y'all can be like racist with me. And I'm like, nah, bitch, I don't play that. That's weird. And then all the girls love me because they're like, oh, my God, you're almost black. I can take you home. Yeah, I swear to God, I heard that in high school. Swear to God. Racist is funny. That shit really, it irked me all day. I was at my doctor when I read the comment and I said, damn, I'm trying to give gems to young people to stop and think before they make stupid fucking decisions with their lives because it's not worth it. That little homie ain't here no more. And all the cops that shot at him and shot him are off on paid leave. I should rename this fucking episode paid leave because that's what happens. These pussy motherfuckers come out they have their issues and they hide. And then to top it all off, it's always the white liberal virtuoso. That's always the biggest racist in the room. They're more offended for us than us. How are you offended for me? I don't get it. My mom, my mom ain't never told me shit. <laughs> my grandma, <laughs> my grandma always told me, though, there's, there's good people and there's bad people. I can't never judge them. You can't never, who gives a fuck what cut bro. My grandfather was black, like my desk dark with the bluest Elvis, bluest Elvisy eyes ever. My mother came out white as fucking snow with blue, beautiful eyes. And my dad was dark as shit. I came out pasty pale. I don't understand it either. I'm not white. <laughs> white. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> All right, my last police story of the night, and we're going to call this a wrap. And, uh, oh, man, this is embarrassing as fuck. All right, I had a Chevy Malibu, right? But the radio was broken, so you couldn't turn the shit down. It just went up. The only way to turn the radio down, you had to turn the car off. And the steering was a little fucked up, so you couldn't really turn right all the way. So you kind of got to, like, eh, 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 and it would go, like, and it would turn. But it would get, and then you had to, like, give it gas. So that it could go and turn with you. All right, check me out. I get pulled over on Maryland Parkway in Sahara. I was speeding. Most of the time, that's what I'm doing when I get pulled over. So I'm speeding, right? I'm listening to Ludacris or some shit, and I can't turn it down. I'm trying to pull over into the parking lot so that I could throw the car in neutral, turn it off, and turn it back on so the radio will be low. It didn't work out. I ended up like stalling out in the middle of like the shopping center entrance easement. And then I had to like turn the car on and go, hey, man, can you help me push the car real fast? And then we're going to pull over. <laughs> so the guy, he goes, what do you mean? I was like, I was trying to turn my radio. Up. <laughs> Just help me push it. And I'll explain. So I explained to him what I told y'all. You have to turn the car off to make the radio go down because it only goes up. And it's blaring at this point. Right. So I explained to him that. Turn it off. Turn it back on. I pull over. He goes. Why'd you pull over in this parking lot? I was like, because of what I just said about the fucking radio. I wouldn't have been able to hear you in the side of the street. And it's safer here. Right. This motherfucker goes, you can't drive for shit. And wrote me a ticket. Now, 
he could have really been an asshole and caused mad problems. He didn't have to help me push my car. He didn't have to sit there and even play with me because I drove for about a block and a half. Like he could have really we got a runner. He could we got a Puerto Rican, white Malibu, rims, <laughs> shoot him. That's that. That's that simple. No. Hey, officer, real fast. Uh, don't don't my, my I know I got a muscle shirt on. Don't be alarmed. My car just died. Can you want to give me a push so you can give me that ticket? You just push and give me a ticket. Uh, shit. We can go. Got pulled over my whole fam. I bought a truck from these Mexican. Babe, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm y'all want to, bro. I love this shit because it it bothers me so much that it's really out in here. But it bothers me so much that uh people don't understand that you just can't play with people that are in power above you you just don't play with them i'm sorry you don't play with them. i'm sorry if i've been all over the place i started my my stories ain't make no sense but i've experienced every side of the police uh, to the point where they were bodyguards for me trust me like they're very good people but some are fucked up and i've laid out before how i would like to deal with police and reform the police system and i mean i can give y'all a brief take on that uh i think police officers should only work three three days a week i think they shouldn't work more than that I think they should be going to therapy extensively. I think they shouldn't be police officers for more than five or 10 years. Uh, we need to figure out maybe a cap and maybe a change of position consistently. I don't think there's any experts in policing in that fashion at all. I believe everybody and anybody can learn those positions. I don't give a shit what you say. None of that shit is like uh, a born gift. And if it is, maybe you get an exception, but I, I don't think so. Uh, again, so shorter terms, they can only be there for a, you know five to 10 years max. They they need to be in therapy and they should be tested how army people are tested to become Green Berets. I want to stress test you in the work. I want to take a picture of your wife and then show you a bunch of guys and said those guys were with your wife. How do you feel? I want to stress test you. I need to know how you're going to act in, in like the, the worst situations. I want to break you once I can find what your weak spot is. I'll know if you're worth keeping. And I know that might sound like a lot, but guess what? These people keep our lives in their hands because they got guns on their hips, legal guns on their hips. So when you tell me that sounds crazy, that you want them to go to therapy, you want them to only work three days a week. Yeah, I need them peaceful so that they can keep the peace. You know that right now they're in court making sure. Oh, shit. My bad. They're in court right now making sure that they are defining what protecting the public means. They are literally letting us know that they are not here to protect us anymore. That means they're not running towards the bad guy. When the crime is committed, they will come. There's no preventative with them anymore. They are letting everybody know that they're done dealing with this shit. And I mean, they got their reasons, but I see things maybe getting a little darker before they get better. There's no, I, I don't see why anybody would be opposed to having the police officers speak to therapists. Take extensive training. You know, learning hand-to-hand combat could protect a lot of us from a lot of the shootings and a lot of the shit that we deal with. And I understand some instances and situations are very difficult and maybe a hand-to-hand is not what we would need. But I think there's a lot of laws that we should get rid of too that would put the police in, in proximity with people that just cause issues. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that we could talk about and get into. And if we want to do the police conversation, I mean, we can. I've had it many times and I stand by it. I believe that they do a very stressful job, a very difficult job. But because lives are in their hands, I expect them to be 100 percent fit mentally. Sorry, that's just how I feel. 
And like I said before, society should be ran more how bees and ants run it as opposed to how we run it, where you just kind of figure shit out and fall on your face. We should have a little more structure to take care of each other so that we can continue to grow. Uh, the United States has a big problem investing within itself. We've, excuse me, we've had this problem for the past 80 years. The United States does not know how to invest in its kids and its people and its society. They would rather invest in world relationships and create these false narratives to scare us and keep us as their voting block, as opposed to take care of the issues that we have right in front of us. If a true, a true leader should be able to come out and say, listen, everything's fucked up. I want to fix it. But besides the things that I want to fix, there's no other problems. Politicians won't say that. Every politician comes out and says the same thing. I'm going to create more work, give you more money, blah, 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 blah. It's bullshit. Biden administration right now is telling the entire world that this is an economic boom. We are in a depression. We are in a recession. My name's Kasabian. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name's Kasabian. Hold up. Exactly. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. That's been the show. My name's Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Hey, you know what? Hold on. Lavo loves you, but I freestyled the whole show. I'm still a rapper. Oh, God. <laughs>